Hey everybody, this is Sam with West Virginia Overtime, and um, I know the title of this one didn't really tell you a whole lot about it. I hope you got to read a little bit about it before you decided whether or not you wanted to listen to it or, or not, um, but the title of this is No One Sees But You, and hopefully at the end of this, this will actually make sense. I have um, enrolled in Brian Knight, it's K-I-G-H-T, um, his daily discipline emails. Uh, they're free. They'll get sent to your inbox. And this one kind of hit me. It hit me, actually, I think it's it's probably from, I don't know, a month or two ago. And I've been kind of pondering it and rolling it around in my mind. So it may not be exactly what he uh, meant it to be, but it's more about what it means to me, I guess. Um, he is the one that does the E plus R equals O. If you don't know what that means, that, that may be a future podcast, but we're not going to get into it right now. But. What I want to talk about is your skill improves or declines through repetition. And that's any skill. And that's any person. And so this is not just for coaches. This can be for parents, this can be for members of the community, this can be for players, for whatever. Because that's where it's led me is if you choose a skill to get better at, but yet you don't walk yourself through the repetition all the time, if you're not cognizant of it, you're not aware of it, then a lot of times you don't get better. Or, you, um, your skill doesn't decline as far as, uh, if I'm wanting to hit hit a tennis ball inbounds down the line. I, I want that skill to improve by me hitting the ball in bounds and decline by me hitting the ball out of bounds. And a lot of it is about quality and quantity. And I think we don't pay attention either, just in life. I think because we do a skill, whatever that skill is, we're going to talk about them here in a minute, but Because we try and do a skill, then we pat ourselves on the back. We're in this um, participation error that a lot of people talk about, a lot of people put down. I, I love it that more kids are participating in more things. I don't like it that adults let them down sometimes. 
And I know some of you are going, whoa, 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 what are you, no, I'm not getting on to you or anything like that. But we do because we don't think things through. Um, do, when we're helping a kid with a skill, do we think about how we can get quality out of it? And that quality to me means how intentional are they being? And how good are they being? And then are they getting quantity out of it? As in how many and how often? But see, here's the thing. The reason why I said this could be for coaches, parents, people in the community, players, students, whatever, is because I think a lot of times... When we think of skills, we think of technical skills, like playing the piano, performing surgery, doing accounting, passing a ball, running hurdles. People seem to get technical skills and that's what they want to work on but sometimes they don't break it down into even more minor technical skills running and hurdle requires several different technical skills that you have to break down and each one of them has to have quantity and quality about it and if you don't then you don't see the overall skill get better but the ones that I think we as coaches as parents as members of the community don't necessarily concentrate as much on is personal skills And by that I mean developing courage, independence, um, discipline, empathy. And you can get better at those skills through repetition too. But you have to do them at quality and quantity. In order to get better at them. And they have to be emphasized. You'll hear me say a lot in these future episodes. If you ever meet me in person, you will hear me say it. Because I'm a big fan of this saying, you are what you emphasize. And if you only emphasize how to throw a football. But you never emphasize when one of your linemen who blocked their butt off for you is laying on the ground and the quarterback better go over there and hold a hand out and pick him up and say thank you or pat him on the back. Then you're not teaching the full 
set of personal skills. So, when we talk about this, you want to try to get more reps more often at higher and higher levels to get yourself to have a good chance to become great at any skill you choose. We're built as human beings to learn, especially through experience. And even through watching others experience things. And so, even as parents, you can choose the, a, a skill of, I am going to communicate better with my kids. Well, how am I going to do that? How am I going to get the quality of that? Well, I'm going to ask questions. I'm going to do active listening. I'm going to follow up. I'm going to write it down, and and we're going to rediscuss at a different time. Well, how are you going to get quantity of that? Well, I'm going to do that in the morning. I'm going to text them after school, before practice. I'm going to pick them up. We're going to talk about it on the way home. We're going to talk about it at dinner. We're going to talk about it before we go to bed. I mean, you've got to actually have a plan of how you're going to increase whatever skill you're working on or whatever skill you want your kid or player to work on. The difficult thing is getting enough reps to get it embedded in your mind and it grow into like a pattern that makes up this skill. And I hear that all the time. We're in basketball season now and... I hear people all the time say, you know, um, I've got a friend that coaches midget league basketball. Last year, and he's already started this year, but last year, it was, we only get an hour of practice. I can't get the kids enough reps to shoot. And I said, why? And of course, he looked at me like I was nuts. And he was like, I just told you, we only have an hour. Well, what are you doing in your practice? And so went and watched practice and gave some suggestions as far as every drill needed to end in a shot with a rebound and and everything. But I found that during his so-called shooting time, it was two lines. One was a rebounding line, one was a layup or a jump shot line. And so the kid would dribble in, shoot a jump shot, the other kid would rebound, they switch lines. Okay, that's a um, 60 or 70 year old drill. If you've got an hour, what I want you to do is, if you think that that's valuable, then what I want you to do is I want you to have one of your coaches take a stopwatch 
and I want them to click it when you start that drill and see how long you do that drill. I find a lot of coaches do it for five to ten minutes. And then I want another coach to pick any player. I don't care. And I want them to click the stopwatch when the player gets the ball. So when they go in, they jump up, get the rebound, you click it, you click the stopwatch. When they throw it to the next person, you click the stopwatch so that it stops. Then when they get the pass, you click it, and they dribble in, and they shoot. Then you click it, it stops. And I want you to compare that. And if out of ten minutes, your kid had the ball one minute, well, guess what? The other nine minutes, they were standing around. I mean, seriously, think about that. In that 10-minute section, that's one-tenth of your hour-long practice, your kids stood around for nine minutes. They They weren't shooting. They weren't rebounding. They weren't doing anything with the ball. They were standing in a line, yakking to whoever's in front or back of them. Is that what you're wanting to accomplish in your practice? Or do you want to get a couple different things going? Do you want to have stations? Do you want to run that drill? I'm not saying that drill's not great. I know that girl's drill is greater when you have less people in the line because you get to reps faster. So it may be better to have stations where different things are going on where you don't have as many kids standing around. And so that's what you've got to think about. I discussed in a previous episode about how your practice may be an hour long or two hours long. Maybe you only get the court from 12 to 2. What stops you from bringing your kids in at 11? What stops you from keeping your kids till 2.30 or keeping your kids to 3 and going from 12 to 3? Um, a lot of times there's nothing stopping it. And how you get additional reps. There are two ways that you can get even more skill reps, and this is proven, is through mental, um, just rehearsing, mental, I can't speak, rehearsal and mental replay. So, you need to envision yourself actually doing the skill in a future situation. So I might bring my kids in in basketball, let's say 
I want everybody to be here at 11.15. I want you to be ready to go 11.30. I know we're not going on the court till noon. But at 11.30, we start. I walk in the locker room, and I want to talk about dribbling. Um, in my offense, there are only five reasons to dribble. No, I'm not going into them right now. Um, maybe I will in a future podcast or something like that. But there are only, only five reasons to dribble in my offense, and we go over those. They're expected to write those down in their notebook. Um, we go through how you're going to dribble. Um, how when we do a crossover, we want that below the knee. Uh, when, you know, you're dribbling, your knees are bent. You're not dribbling, standing straight up and all of that. Well, here's the thing. Then you rehearse that in your mind. And at first your kids, your players are going to think you're crazy. And maybe you are. It doesn't matter. I used to tell my kids all the time, there's a method to the madness. It's an old Bobby Knight saying. It will, I seem like I am crazy now, but there's a method here. So I'd have players lay down and close their eyes, envision them actually dribbling, bringing the ball up the court, bend over, not standing straight up, doing a crossover like we talked, doing a behind the back like we talked, and you want them envisioning that. And then at noon, we're going to go put that into practice. Okay? Then I'm going to end... Because I brought them in early at 11.30. My practice time on the floor is from 12 to 2. Well, my talk afterwards may start at 10 to 2. Take them into the locker room. We have a repeat of whatever... Our goal was that day, did we make it, did we not? Uh, we talk about what we covered that day. We talk about, uh, did anyone have any problems, issues? Um, does anybody have any issues? What time is practice tomorrow? What time do you need to be here for the game tomorrow? We go over all that. But then I am going to do a mental replay. And this is where... They remember themselves executing that skill perfectly in a past situation, which is the practice they just finished. Then I'm going to tell them sometime, whether it's at 5 o'clock, whether it's at 7, whether it's at 9, they need to do that again. 
they need to either lay in the floor, they need to lay in their bed, they need to envision themselves dribbling the ball perfectly. That's how they get extra reps. And you'll hear great basketball shooters in interviews talk about this, about how they lay on the floor and envision themselves making a shot with two seconds to go on the clock as it's running down and they hit the buzzer beater to win the national championship, to win the world championship, to win the state championship. And so you really want to do that. So getting live reps is very important. But you want to also get into the mental of how they swing a bat, how they throw a football, how they block, how they kick a soccer ball, uh, and have them do rehearsal. Have them do replay reps. And this will get their skill development going faster. Because the difference is, is you're always getting a mental rep even when you're not getting a live rep. That can be done, you know, at lunch at school, at uh, grandma's house for Sunday dinner. You can be getting a rep in. And the thing is, only you know what happens in your mental reps. Which is why I named this No One But You, No One Sees But You. Because only you know what happens in that mental rep. And you need to talk about that with your players. Because some of your players are pessimists. Some of your players don't believe that they're as good as what they can be. And when you start asking them, what would you think about? What was your mental replay? They'll think about, since I used dribbling as an example, them kicking the ball and it hitting, you know, kicking it down the court and it hitting the wall. Well, no, that's not what we want them to replay. So you need to re-go over this. And the thing is, parents, coaches, teachers, members of the community, whoever's listening to this, you can't do it one time. This has got to be, in order to get it embedded into their head, this is also a skill that needs repetition. So you, as their parent, as their coach, as a member of the community, as somebody in their lives, you've got to see that they actually are repeating this. And yes, it takes five minutes or 20 minutes away from something you'd rather do. But this is something they can use for the rest of their life. Like I said, they can use it in technical skills, 
such as accounting, surgery, anything like that. But they also can use it in their personal skills, their self-discipline, their empathy, their courage, their independence. And you need to teach it in different ways and how they can use this skill for life. So, if you guys have any questions, comments, problems, or protests, hit me up at uh, on Twitter, Facebook, or Instagram at WV Overtime. Or you can always write me at WVOvertime at gmail.com. If you like this, then please tell somebody about it. Share it with them. Hopefully it will help them. Um, if this is garbage to you, Yes, you can write me and tell me how I can get better, or you can just unsubscribe and not listen to me anymore. That's fine with me, too. But anyway, I hope you guys have a wonderful day, and I hope that I get to talk to you soon. I'll be seeing you down the road.